On this edition of Magic Pod Squad, Dante Marcatelli, George Galante, Jake Chapman catch up with Magic Guard Markel Fultz. And of course, Magic fans, the Florida Department of Transportation reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. If you've been drinking, don't get behind the wheel. Instead, find a sober driver for catch a ride service. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Have a great night and drive safe. Lots to go over with Markel Fultz, including his outlook on this Magic season that he is incredibly excited about. He contends this is the most talented, the deepest group of players that he's ever been a part of. So he's excited about the start of this season, one that he thinks can get past the first round. So he's excited about that. And what else has Markel Fultz been working on here this summer? He's got a new look, the reason why he cut his hair, and why does he have a quiet confidence about himself and his team this year? So much good stuff with Markel Fultz on this edition of Magic Pod Squad. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. This is Cole Anthony. This is Jalen Suggs. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic. And you're listening to the Pod Squad. And welcome, everyone, to another installment of Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, George Galante, Jake Chapman, who does a great job on the Magic Audio Network, kind enough to join, uh, join us now, is our guest, Markel Fultz. And Markel, I couldn't believe this when I looked at it. Of course, I know this. You're seven you got to be kidding me. 25 years old in year seven? That can't be right, can it? I know. It's crazy. It seemed like it flew by. And it's it's kind of weird when everyone's walking around calling you a vet and you're you're still <laughs> 25 years old, you know? So, But I'll take it. I'll take it for sure. I, I've had my years. I've, I've done my due diligence of, you know, going through my ups and downs. So I'll, yes. I'll take it. What's worse? Is it is it doing preseason games or is it when your PR guy says you got to do a podcast with him? What is more I'll difficult? Say, I'll say preseason games. <laughs> this is the easy. This is the easy part. That's why Mark. For a vet, guys. though, going into year seven, those preseason games. You know, can you believe we used to do eight of these? Uh, how great is it now that it's four? And then preseason can be a grind, can it? See, look, I'm. I was actually excited for this preseason because, as you know, you know, I've had my my amount of injuries, so I've never really been able to do a full preseason. So this was kind of like my first full preseason. So I kind of had my nerves going, just excited, just to be able to play and get a rhythm with these guys and our our new guys. So. Uh, and definitely, I, I, the one thing I will say, being in year seven, it went past pretty fast. I don't know if it was because yeah. other times I was rehabbing. This time I was actually playing. But I feel like it, it flew by, you know, and I can't believe that we did play. Eight, eight is a lot. Eight, eight <laughs> games is a lot. <laughs> eight, eight's a lot. You're exactly right. That fourth game happened four times uh, when we played eight. <laughs> eight listen, Mark, I, <laughs> I want to ask you this, and then I, I know that I want to open it up to these guys too, but um, as, as far as this, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong, this media day, You're this wrong. training camp, wrong. there was a different – you already know I'm wrong. There was a different, quiet, sneaky confidence about Markel Fultz, and I don't know what it is. Am I wrong, Markel? You seem to be in a really good place, not that you weren't before, but you seem very – you almost seem like everybody's about to find out something that I know going into this season. What is that? Am I right? Tell, tell me what that is. I think you're absolutely right. I think that just, again, being able to have a full, healthy offseason – you know, it just builds my confidence even more. And just, like I said, being available, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things for me is just being available. I think everything else will take care of itself. But I'm just super excited for for what we have to come this year. I think the group of guys that we have with the coach and staff and everybody else in the building, I think that, you know, we're going to wake a lot of people up. I'm not going to say shock, but we're going to wake a lot of people up. I think a lot of people are still sleeping on the Magic. And mm-hmm. I think that everybody's really, really, really ready to, to put our, our name out there and, and make it last and make it stay. 
Markel, not only is this your seventh year in the league, it's now going to be your fifth year yeah. in Orlando, which which also blows my mind. Is it a, is it part of it? Your confidence going in that you're just comfortable. I mean, this is a, this is a long time for somebody to be in one place. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know I call this place my home. You know, I love it here. The weather is amazing. The people are even better. And um, it, it's funny you say that. You know, I was going through, you know, getting ready for practice, and I'm kind of like, you know, you kind of just thinking like, all right, what's going to happen in practice? And you kind of not seeing the same thing, even though I had different coaches, but like, I'm like, all right, I've been here, like you said, for five years. It ain't nothing too much new that I'm going to see that's going to throw me off. So like, it's almost just getting in that routine of what I need to get done and what I need to happen. But it kind of comes easy. You know, I know my routes. I don't have to, I know exactly what time I need to leave the house to get, get to the arena earlier or get there whenever time I need to get there. And I know uh, what rush hour is going to be. So it's almost mm -hmm. like, it makes me a lot more comfortable. It makes me feel a lot better, you know, waking up every morning, knowing knowing what's going on around me and my surroundings and also knowing the city and, and just love the love that I have for the city. So it's it's very dope. Markel, at 25, how old do Jet and Anthony make you feel? And <laughs> and will you share an instance at any point? I mean, there we get older and they stay the same age, man. They, 19 yeah. years old is is young once you once you get to your uh, to your point. Man, it's just crazy. I think even with last year with, with, with Paulo coming in and being here in 2000, you know, was born. I'm just, even though I was 1998 and I'm still young, I'm just like 2000 here, somebody born, you know, 2000 above. It's mm -hmm. like, it's crazy. And it really hits me that, you know, now I see what my parents are talking about. Enjoy it while you can, you know. It's, yeah. it, it, it flies, man. It flies by. And like I said, having kids as well, you know, seeing them grow up and as fast as they are, um, it really just gives me a different appreciation for where I'm at. Um, and also knowing that I would just in their shoes and knowing what they're going through, I think it just it gives me a different uh, uh, perspective on, you know, what it's like coming in rather than, you know, when I was first coming in and, and having the thoughts that I had and having the feelings that I had coming into practice, you know, being nervous and just having your first NBA practice and having your first NBA game, having your first NBA preseason, you know, it's a lot of pressure, but. I just try to make those guys comfortable and also being young, you know, I can really relate, you know, not that I'm too far ahead, but it really puts me in perspective of just, you know, life and how it works and just, you know, cherish every moment. Think about when you came into the league and some of the guys that took you, uh, it took you under their wing. I mean, do you, do you kind of offer that first? Do you wait for guys to come up and, and ask you questions or, you know, you, all the things that you've seen, do you kind of get to these young guys first and offer them encouragement and kind of show them the ropes or how, how do you how do you play that out as a bet and do you make them call you mr fultz don't <laughs> you yes no, I, I would i would I make i don't make them call me mr fultz i don't think i'll i'll do that just yet not just yet but you know i, I really just try to be there for them i don't really you know uh put pressure on them. i want them to feel comfortable to come ask me any questions but if, if there's anything i can feel like i can help them whether it's off the court whether it's on the court you know i always want to be there for them as a brother you know i feel like this game is bigger than basketball. And I think a lot of people miss that and they forget about that. And I just want them to know that as well. Like this game is going to be more than just on the court. You know, I want to be able to be able to feel like they can come over to my house to kick it, you know, feel like my mom, you know, my mom stays here. Y'all see my mom a lot, you know, yeah, right. my mom is like their mom. If they ever need a home cooked meal, any, anything, you know, our family is really, you know, arms open and, and being there for them because at the end of the day, I know what it's like to, to be somewhere in the city, maybe alone or just with your, whoever you have living with you. And I want them to know that, you know, they have someone who actually cares about them. You know, I care about more than just basketball. And as the game goes along, you know, I'm always going to try to help. Them. Like, you know, I, I try to make plays for others. I try to do whatever we need to do to win. And in order to do that, we're going to need everybody from this, from the first guy to the last guy. So um, I just try to be there in any, any way, both mentally, you know, both on the court and off. So that's great.
But, so do you feel like, how do I phrase this one? <laughs> Maybe I'll just go to the I'll just go to the next question. I don't want I don't, <laughs> the decision this year when you came when we came when you came back from the summer and then we see a new haircut. Yeah, Markel, Markel, and I said to Dante right away. I go, that's a business cut, right? That's there. a business cut too. That, I thought that too. This yeah. right now, was there anything to go into the haircut, or are you just going to tell me uh, it just was time for a change? I got tired of no, it was and everything else. No, it was a lot. Actually, it's funny you say that. I mean, it was a combination. One, I was tired of sitting in hair salons for three, three hours, four hours, you know, trying to get my hair done. Is that um, how long it take? Yeah, normally took like three hours. If I go to a hair salon, it took like three hours, four hours. I don't know how women do it. You know, I, I command them on, on that, but, you know. I don't know how you I, did it. If I yeah, if I had to tell my wife I was piecing out for three hours, there'd be no chance. Exactly. You see, sometimes it was good because you get away from the kids a little. Bit, you know? So so sometimes I use that's it to true. Advantage, but that's but true. At the same time, with our schedule, you know, with practice and everything, I didn't really have time to go sit and get my hair done for three hours. So uh, that was a small part. But like you said, I th- I just wanted to come with a new new hairdo. I felt like it was time for a change. I felt like it was more business, you know, uh, like, and I felt like no one's seen me with my hair like this. I haven't had my hair cut like this mm-hmm. probably eighth grade. So I just felt like, you know, it was it was just showing uh, maturity, a different look, a different mindset coming into the season. I feel like it's a year of a narrative change for me. That's something I've been saying with my family around the house. It's just time for a narrative change, and it's time for me to set the tone and really, you know, come like you guys said. You see me walking a little bit different. You see a confidence that I have yeah. that I not only believe in myself, but my teammates and the, and the surrounding people around us. So um, it, was, it was a combination of both, but I still have my hair. You know, I might pull a Jimmy Butler, put it back in, you know, mid-season and pull, it, <laughs> pull a little trick. But, no, I think it's, it was just really just me locking in and showing how serious I am about the season. Wait, you going to slide back into a high top fade a little bit? Yeah, I got it. I got I got all my dreads in the bag just in case. You know, you know, people put other people's hair in. Why can't I put my own hair back? In? Of course. There was a lot. You put a lot also, into that. You exactly. Put a lot of time and energy into that. As I, was I, know, I asked you at media day if you still, because I had a, a man bun for years, and when I took yeah. it off, I woke up in the morning and I would always go back. It, it, is it exactly. still? No, it's definitely. I have I have good and bad days. You know, some days I'm just so glad I don't have it. You know, I sleep a lot better. Uh, I don't have to worry. It's very low maintenance. I just got to get a haircut, you know, every other week, the other week. And I definitely have some moments where, you know, I see old videos and old pictures or I see somebody else. And sometimes I'm like, dang, I miss my hair. And then there's other times <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad I don't have to go through that. You know, so <laughs> it goes both ways. But I'm very happy with where, where I'm at and how I feel. See, I'm the opposite. Everybody told me it's a good thing you got rid of that. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was unanimous that it was uh, it was a good move. Hey, real quick, how can, how happy were you for Cole uh, with the news yesterday? The extension, he's gonna be here. He got his payday. Uh, all all good things. Man, I'm super excited. You know, and I was kind of talking to Cole before he signed and just telling him like, man, it's very rare to come past that as a small guard and just you know anybody. You know, just to be able to extend your career. You know, most guys three years, four years, you know, and that's that's really it. So uh, I want everyone to win. I want everyone to succeed. I want everyone to get paid. But to know that Cole has a, a home here and, you know, whatever happens after is, you know, I just wish many more blessings. But I know I'm super excited for him. I'm happy that he gets a chance to continue to grow and continue to uh, help us grow and continue to do his thing, you know, and for him to be rewarded after, you know, all the things he's done over the few years, you know. I wish that for everyone, and I'm, I'm super excited. Well, and, and Markel, you're a part of it too. Yours is a little different, so the team can yeah. negotiate with you the entire season. So is that yep. something? How, what's that, your what? So what's that, your thoughts that on that? Funny, yeah. that was funny. You know, I had a lot of people asking me, like, "Yo, what happened with you?" I'm like, "Look, I'm a vet now, so I get a little bit more time." That's right. Than, you know, other people. So, <laughs> uh, 
I, I'm just really excited. You know, I, I love Orlando. You know, I'm just going to continue to take care of my business. You know, I know my agent's doing a great job of negotiating and doing things. And uh, that, I, I know that part is going to take care of itself. You know, I'm just happy to be on the floor. I'm just happy to be playing healthy, be healthy. And I know I'm going to, I'm a winning player. I know I can help my team win in many ways. I know that everything else will take care of itself. So as we go into the season, all I'm worried about is Wednesday and, and going to get these wins and making it to the playoffs. I just want to win with these guys. I know that it's very rare to have a team like this being mm-hmm. coming from different teams and, and and the unique, you know, no matter what happens, you know, even if, if, if things do go perfect, you're still going to have some guys that might have to leave some guys. It's very hard to right. keep a group of guys together. So I just want to cherish this moment. Like I said, I don't take anything for granted. So I'm, I'm more focused on that. And, and I know that will be, you know, I'm blessed. You know, I've been extremely blessed in my career. And I know that, you know, I, I know what I'm worth. I know what I deserve. But at the end of the day, I'm just happy to be on the floor playing basketball. Well, and you know this, Markel, but I want people listening and watching to know people in the NBA last year, okay? This is all NBA guards, every guard in the NBA. 60 games, 50% from the floor, 14 points, and five assists. How many guys do you think did that, Markel? How many NBA guards would you say did that? Right? Just as you as you hear that, not probably not many, right? Yeah, I don't think I don't there think there was it was you, DeMar DeRozan. De'Aaron Fox and Shea Gilgis Alexander. Wow, pretty good that's company. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's great company. So all that to all that to say, you're coming off the best year of your career. I mean, it was career highs all the way across the board, but it was also efficient. It was also it, it wasn't just hey, let me go get 25 every night. It was what the team needed. Well, how would you assess what you did last year and what you want to do this year? Uh, I think that last year. You know, especially coming, missing those first 25 games and always my mindset is just to do whatever the team needs to win, whether that's passing out water bottles while I'm on the bench, whether that's playing defense, whether that's diving for a loose ball, whether that's scoring 20 points, whether that's getting 10 assists. My mindset has always been help my team win in any way possible. And that's still my mindset today. Uh, I don't, I'm not a guy that goes to chase points just to say he scored points. I'm not a guy that goes to chase assists to just say I got assists. I I love the game of basketball love winning so at the end of the day I want to be there for my teammates and be available one but just go out there and compete at a high level I think with doing that you know it's being smarter uh being more vocal and I just want to keep showcasing my talent I have so much un- untapped potential and untapped skills that I've yet to show that I know with availability that's going to continue showing and every like I said everything else is going to take care of itself and I just want to be there I want to help this team win I think we have a very special group I believe that we are very talented and have a chance to do something very very special I just want to make sure we get there. And I think that with with that, that, that comes with the leadership and holding people accountable or holding myself accountable. And I think as long as I do that and everyone else does that as well, I think we're going to do really good. We're going to do really good. Markel, obviously we have almost the same group coming back as we've had uh, last year and even almost yeah. the year before. So is there anything that you're trying to do going into this season that's different to to help us get to that next step that, that we, we all think we can get to? Yeah. Well, just being available, I think that's the first yeah. biggest one. <laughs> that's number one. That's job absolutely. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. And I think with that, you know, like I said, I think it's the accountability part. I think that we're all in a place, like you said, we've been with each other for almost going on three years now that we should be able to talk to each other about anything that's going on in the game. And that's what we need in order to get to where we're trying to go. You know, we can't have guys missing assignments or even doing something good and we don't acknowledge it. I think that in order for us to get to where we need to go, we need to have that open communication, not only with coaches, but with each other to be able to push each other forward. And I think that we're all ready for that challenge. I feel like you guys can see what everybody is just a different maturity and a, 
in the locker room and in the gym where we we believe you know we got a, a small sample size last year even with the bad start to almost make the playoffs and I think we all want that and we're all hungry for it so I think <laughs> it's gonna be fun it's, it all starts with coming with a great start you know like you said that that first 25 games hurt us and we've seen that so we know how important it is to start but with that we can't die off we got to make sure we beginning middle and in the season we, we keep going all the way through until we get to the playoffs and keep going Markel, tell me about Artie Kander, the new vice vice president of uh, player performance. He could be a big sort of secret weapon, eh? Yeah, I don't want to tell too much about him, no, but Arnie <laughs> is Arnie's unbelievable, man. Just his vibes, you know, his energy that he brings to the team, his his experience, you know, with his championship teams that he's been a part of, but also just his knowledge of being basketball-minded. You know, I think that uh, that's one of the biggest changes that we made this year, and you can talk to almost any guy from top to bottom. I guarantee you that Arnie's one of the best the best guys they've been around. And not just the stuff that he knows, but just the person he is. You know, mm-hmm. you're around Arnie, you automatically – he makes everyone feel loved. He makes everyone feel like they're someone. And that's something that I carry in myself that I try to do walking around. But to have someone who's been through, you know, the ups and downs and actually been on successful teams, you know, that's always a plus. That's always a, a, a plus to have. And he's done a great – unbelievable job of helping us with recovery um helping us with uh managing our bodies making sure that we have the proper energy and things that we need resources whether that's having games in a room in the recovery room so we can be together and have that you know chemistry off the court to giving you medicine that you never even thought of or a remedy that you never even could think of that that can help you with a sickness you know and I think that's it's just a small thing that's going to help you get over. You know, once you're a really good team, it's really paying attention to the small details, and that's something that he prides himself on. He told me about this. He told me about the recovery pool. Sorry, he told me about the recovery pool smoothie, salt, yeah. and then the sprinklers and the water. And now he's hitting you guys with water while you're floating around getting smoothies. I mean, like that's just, it's just like next level stuff. No, nah, man, he's insane. He makes it fun. It's not like. Something where you're like, oh, I got to do recovery. You know, he, he brings an aspect to it where you never know what's going to happen. You know, some some stuff that I've never seen before that I never even thought of doing, but it's something that's very little that's like, oh, wow. Like, I can just do this every day and it's going to help me feel. And you can feel it. You know, it's not something that, like, most of the time when you try something, you might not feel it. Like, most of the stuff that he's giving you, you feel right away. And it's like, it makes you want to keep doing it. You get addicted to it. That's awesome. How are you feeling with the music in the back there, Markel? Because oh, man, for that's... years now, for years I've walked a lot. Like, <laughs> it's it's mostly pop, you know, like whatever you yeah. are into at the time, right? Like uh, a lot of current stuff. Yeah, I walked by the other night for the first time. I got a little Lionel Richie. Man. I got some. I got some Elda Ball. Throwbacks. Oh, we He going. He going to keep the cultures. That's one thing about Arnie. He you going to hear throwback, and that's how you know Arnie's there. But it also gives you a sense of like calmness. Like you almost yeah. like wow. Because whether you, like, I know it a little bit, like a lot of the songs that we hear today and rap or whatever is usually samples from old. So when you start hearing it, you think it's going to be a song that you know, and then you're like, oh, this is the original, the original beat or the original, you know, uh, uh, song to it. So that's one thing that Arnie is, I love him for it. You know, it's something that's really dope. You know, he gets the vibes going, whether it's in a weight room, whether it's when we're calming down, you know, off the court. And it's, it's really dope. It's something that, you know, sometimes every once in a while you might laugh and be like, what the? What are we listening to? But then you <laughs> you realize it just everybody just ends up bopping their head, yeah, flowing and, and just smoothing smooth. So those one of the things, like I said, the small thing that that makes a big difference. Are you getting educated? That. Like, is there any song that's come on and you're like, wait a second, that's yeah, yeah, it's been a whatever. it's been a few. I'm like, who is this? And I'm like, I didn't even know that. You know, it's been I I got to see. I got one on my phone, my other phone that uh, he sent me that I really like, 
And it was, it just stuck with me. I was singing it after. I'm like, I don't even know who this is. I'm just singing it. But that's that's my goal. I'm actually gonna try to learn at least three songs before the year's over. Nice. Hey, how glad are you that your daughter's so young? You don't have to spend that uh, all that money on Taylor Swift tickets. Those things are right. Know, it's a great show. Crazy, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's a great show. But you'd be out a lot of money right now. Yeah, I'll be bet down bad. I'll have to tell her, you know, we're gonna have to stream it on on something, YouTube <laughs> or something. Luckily, she likes Moana right now, so we can just keep that good people. Yeah. That's how that's how it works. Hey, tell us about there's so much interest, obviously, in this entire team. And you mentioned it. There's a buzz in town. I know you feel it. Yeah. I know everybody feels that they're excited for this thing to start. And I think it starts with all of you guys being healthy, which is fantastic. But uh, you know, we saw Paulo for a year. He wins rookie of the year. We saw him in Team USA, right? We're following him, Franz as well, playing overseas. But what you know, Paulo seems to be all about business too. You know, he does yeah. What's the? Is there a lighter side of Paulo? Tell, tell us kind of about the the Paulo, the, the Paulo that you've gotten to know here over the yeah. last. Man, Paulo is just really mature. Man, that's another. Yeah. Like I said, I think he's twenty, about to turn twenty one, and you would never think that just by the way he carries himself, right? He's uh, on the court and off the court, but he definitely has a, a, a playful and a joyful side. You know, he jokes around. Uh, he spends a lot of time with his friends. He's actually really good at two K. I, I I gotta give him his credit where it's due. Okay. He's, that's why I also realized I was getting old. You know, I, I played him in 2K. I think New Orleans preseason in a row, you know, I, I felt like I played a game a lot before my kids, and I felt like I was a gamer. And this dude, when I tell you he beat me bad, I was trying not to get beat by 21 the whole game, and he was making every shot. I realized that I'm getting a little old, and I got to work. I got to either give up the game or I got to work a little hard. So I got to <laughs> make that business decision. But, yeah, Pete's just a good dude, man. He's very – He's he's easy to be around, you know. He's not one of those guys that's like, oh, I'm number one pick. You know, you can't kick it with me. Uh, and for him to be like that at, at such a young age and to feel like you know you can talk to him and almost be relatable, uh, it's dope. And and it's honestly a, a very dope thing to see a guy that like a once in a lifetime talent, dude. This guy is humongous at 20 years old, going on right one, and I only can. Think about how he's going to be when he's 25, when he's 24. That's all. That's what I think about. Like when he continues to grow, continue to figure out more about his body, continue to come into his manhood. Um, and I'm just dope. I got it. Like I said, I got a spirit, uh, a chance to be able to play with someone like that. Now you're talking about all that's these guys good. that are making you feel old. Does, does Joe Ingles make you fall, oh, man? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you Joe, always just go back yeah, to yeah. Joe and be like, okay, but I'm, I'm 25 again. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Joe. Yeah. I think Joe just turned 36 in, in preseason, I, and I was yeah, just sitting 30, there like, 36? One, that's amazing for him to still be hooping. But two, I'm just like, 36? He's going to be kicking it with the coaches more than us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's, like, well, I'm not going to lie to you. For nine years, I thought he was 36. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, not going to lie. Joe, Joe is amazing, man. He brings a different type of energy to the team, yeah. the trash talking to everyone. Uh, I think the, the practices have been the most chippy that they've been since I've been in Orlando in a good way. You know, it's been like we're really competing. We're really talking smack to each other. It's like we almost want to get in fights and practice. But at the same time, we need that. We need that in order for us to grow and get better, you know. And I think that it's it's the perfect amount where we're pushing each other every day, but we also know that we have each other's back, you know, which, you, which each person is capable of when, when we get in those situations. So well, I love Joe, and I, I, I know I'm going to get a – a lot of assist off him. I can't wait to play with him mm -hmm. as well. All right, and I think Markel, tell us, tell us about your YouTube channel. I noticed something on social media the other day. I haven't seen a ton of mixtapes and highlight reels and you interacting yeah. with people. But what, what's what's going on with the YouTube channel, and and what can we expect? We'd love to follow along. Yeah, I just started uh, 
decided that it was time for me to create a YouTube channel. And um, it's just my name, at Markel Fultz. And I really just want to be able to motivate people. I also want to create a platform for, you know, uh, fans and people all over the world to know that you can, you know, do anything that's possible. You know, I just want to really show a little bit more about my life, show a little bit more about what I do daily. Um, and, and just hopefully, you know, reach anyone who's looking to look forward to it. You know, I'm going to have content on, you know, road trips. I'm going to have content on uh, my shoes that I wear, you know, a whole bunch of different stuff. And I just really want to show a little bit uh, uh, behind the scenes of what I do. You know, I'm I'm private, but I'm not. You know, I do a lot of stuff in the community in Orlando and just all over. And I think that I just want to shine a little light on, you know, more stuff that I'm doing. And I think it's a dope way to to access this. But it's something new that I'm trying. So it's uh, I just hope everybody goes and subscribe and, and really likes it. What's the feedback, Ben? I, I think people would be firing up, but all fired up to see that. Yeah, it's been amazing. I think my first video on there was from my camp from the summer, yep. my third annual camp. And we had a great turnout. And I think that uh, it's been pretty good. I think I've been getting a lot of subscribers, a lot of videos. And I know a lot of people are excited, you know, again, just to see more about, you know, what what goes on in my life and what I go through and everything that I've been doing. So I think that it's, it's been dope. I've been getting a lot of good, you know, good comments and good, you know, good returns. So yeah. I'm going to keep it going. It's going to be something that I got to get comfortable with. But I, I definitely want to, you know, get uh, access to my fans and, and let them be able to see a little bit more about me. No, I always find it funny. We we know players uh, improve year after year and right up until the end of their career, but we never seem to give credit to coaches and, and front office personnel for improving. And Coach Mosley now headed into year three. I'm sure he's a little bit different than he was in year one. How have you seen him kind of grow as a leader, uh, especially a, 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 of this group in particular? Man, he's been great. I mean, he's been great since the start, but I think he's just gaining more confidence Um as far as in his players, uh, he builds more confidence in us. He's he's letting us really run the show in the sense of uh, we're out. We're the ones out there in the time of, of what's going on. And he wants us to take that that torch because he knows that at the end of the day, when we get in those situations, he doesn't want to be the guy that's calling the plays. He wants us to feel comfortable enough and know what's going on so we can make adjustments on the fly. And I think that's one thing that he's really uh, keeping us on. But like I said in the beginning, the accountability part. I think that he's really, really honing in on holding us accountable. And even if it's the smallest details, like you, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen like in training camp when he's talking about a locker room and in, in the training room, and he's really hitting the small details. It's, it's something as small as that, you know, making sure we clean up after each other. But I think that he's really honing in on the accountability part and, and holding everyone's feet to the fire. And that's what we really need as a coach from, like I said, from the top to bottom. I mean, it's not only him. We got assistant coach doing it as well. But more importantly, we're starting to have each other being able to talk to each other, pull each other aside, and then also feel comfortable enough to be able to go to him and feel comfortable enough to talk to him about any bit, anything. He has an open door policy where we can go talk to him about anything. And he makes it easy for us to talk. I, I know me personally, you know, I've had conversations. He always checks on me and I, and I talk to him all the time. We joke around sometimes, but I know that he has, you know, the best interest, not only as, you know, basketball player, but as young men and men growing in, in, in this business and life. So, that means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to everyone else. I know the young guys might not see it right now, but it's something that they I know they will, will appreciate. Like I said, it's very rare to come past a team like this, it's, and it starts from the coaching. Yeah. I, I want to see and listen, I, we're hearing that word accountability a couple times from you. We heard it from Coach. We've heard it through through training camp and, and media day from everybody. And, I, and it's, not to, it's not to make light of the last couple of years because the last two years you've been trying to build and, and try to know what you had, right? you got to give guys an opportunity. But it seems like maybe some of the things that were okay the last couple of years, some of the mistakes that we write, tell us, yeah. tell us what what's changed as far as that goes. What what are we asking uh, of of you guys this year that's different? 
Yeah, it's just it's just like you said, the the mistakes that we made last year, we can't make this year. It can't be that and not even really that. We just as we go into the season, we can't keep making the same mistakes. It's just like as you get older, you can't keep making the same mistakes and say you're you're growing and maturing. You know, as you get older, once you make one mistake, you learn from it and you you know moving forward. You can't we can't beat ourselves at the end of the day. And I feel like a lot of times we beat ourselves by whether it's turnovers, whether it's not boxing out, whether it's missing free throws, whether it's doing the things that we can control and not doing those each night. And that's something that if we want to be the team that we all believe that we can be, we can't have that happen this year, whether it's, like I said, turnovers, whether that's coming late to practice, whether that's not telling your, your buddy when he makes the assignment, you know, and those are things that we need in order to grow. And I think that we all are ready to, to, to be held to those standards and be held accountable for those things. And it's just what's going to need to happen in order for us to reach where we need to reach because we have the talent, we have, everything that we need I feel like that's the last thing all right listen last yeah. thing and that if you got if you guys got if you guys got something but last for me nationally there there seems to be some some love coming to Orlando right there's some I don't want to say expectations right I think yeah. there's a lot of people that feel that you are a playoff team and I'd love to know how you feel about that and and, and what kind of what what you think this team can do this year I think it's great did you hear him on you heard him on media day I yeah. did he's embracing it he's embracing yeah. it uh I mean, I think that for the people that believe in us, I think that, you know, it's about time. You know, I think that uh, we've been believing. Even last year, you know, we we believe we were we were high. I think that, like, injuries hurt us a lot. But um, we believe we can beat any team. We, it's not one team in the NBA that we don't believe that we can go in and we, we our, our, our guys can match up against their guys. You know, we're not saying it's going to be easy, but we believe in the work that we put in. We believe that the chemistry that we have and the, and the camaraderie that we have is going to get us there. And like I said, the maturity and the hunger and the chip on the shoulder that we have for all the people that didn't say or don't count us in and don't, that's 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 what drives us, you know, and I think that's what keeps us going, keeps us locked in. I think we're going to be, we're going to be going far. You know, I don't, I don't think this is over, you know, big expectations. I think that this is something that we're capable of. I, I don't think that it's something that, I don't see why we, we we're not in the playoffs and, and maybe getting our way out the playoffs. You know, it's not just a negative player. I think we can win yeah. the playoffs and, and go far. And man, we got. I, I've never been on a team this talented, you know, with 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 this many guys. I play with a lot of talented guys, but to have you know, this many interchangeable guys from from top to bottom, I don't think I've ever been on a versatile team like this. That's awesome. Yeah, that's high praise. Right now, Dante, let's I'm go ready. Right let's, go. Ready. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go right now. Yeah, well, Jake, you gotta, Jake, you gotta get some rest. Jake, so Jake's got a five <laughs> five month old girl. Five month old yeah. girl. You got any Ooh, advice for I him in that in that five month range? Hey, just be ready to change the diapers. <laughs> you gotta find your ways for the naps, but it's tough, man. It's tough. It and when they say enjoy, really enjoy because once yeah. they start moving, you know, you always wish. I feel like for myself, you know, you wish you like I can't wait till they can walk when they can do it on their own. But right. Once they start walking, then they don't stop, and then they start running. <laughs> And then you're like, hey, don't jump off of that. Don't do that. But just enjoy it. I think it's really dope. It's a, it's a dope experience. And my kids have been truly a blessing. You know, every time I come home, it's just they feel like I've been gone for two years. You know, the way they're yeah. so excited to see me. And I just cherish those moments, especially with the, the schedule that we have and how much we're gone. You know, it's truly a blessing. But I and I know you have a girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's going to have your heart. My, my daughter has my heart. My son, I mean, he's rough, but my daughter, she is... I, I can't say no. I say yes to everything. Even when she's wrong, I'm just like, 
you're sitting there smiling and can't help it. This, I mean, she, I'm a puddle around her, but, that, yeah. but that's, that's good. That's good veteran advice because it's, yeah. I, I keep saying that same thing. I can't wait till she can talk. I can't yeah. wait till she yeah. can talk. I just think I'm so funny and this and that. And everybody, everybody who knows keeps telling me, yeah. appreciate this while you yeah, appreciate it. So. Because when you, when you, uh, when they start, it's going to start being a lot of talk back. It's going to be a lot of running. You're going to be like, I, I don't know if I, if I wanted them to go this fast, but it's, it's a, it's, it's a dope process. Listen, all three of you need to slow down because I got one getting out of the house. I got another one who just got in the call. I, you, listen, you, I would kill to be back where you guys are right now. I know. I tell you that. That's what I, I already know. I can't. That's all I think about now, too, is just like, they're not going to want to kick it with me, no. no. Like, they're not going to want to chill with daddy and, and just sit here and watch and give me kisses. Because my, my son is kind of already like that. He all independent on his iPad. I'm like, dang, you don't want to lay up with me no more. Right? He has his but. It's like it happens fast. They get their own personality. It goes, it goes. Well, now my 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 oldest just my oldest just turned ten. Now I get a fist bump when I drop her off at school. I used to get hugs and kisses and all that. But you know what I do? You know what I threaten her with? I'll take away this jersey. He wears this thing everywhere. I will take this away if you don't hang out with dad. I like that. So loves the got some leverage. I got some leverage. She loves that. That's awesome. Well. You're you're all of our favorite player, Markel. We can't wait for you to have a great season. Listen, this is going to be a fun team. Uh, go hey, go go have fun with it and surprise everybody, and and all of us will be here cheering cheering you on. I think is I think you're going to do something extraordinary this year. We can't wait to see it. No, it's amazing. It's always a pleasure coming on the podcast. I appreciate you guys having me, and you know it's going to be a great season. I'll, I'll see you during the year. All right, look forward to it. Markel Fultz for Dante Marcatelli, George Galante, and Jake Chapman. Let's have a great season. We'll see you next week on Magic Pod Squad.